Welcome to 3Talk, coaching conversations for modern day living. With backgrounds in business, marketing and teaching, Susie, Lucia and Fleur bring you tips and tools to help you live the life you want to live. 3Talk, transforming lives for the better. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of 3Talk. Today we're going to be talking about adapting to change. Now, things change constantly. Loved ones die, jobs end, so do relationships, people get promoted, couples bond in marriage, babies are born. Guess what? The positive changes can be as hard to adapt to as the negative ones. And I'm telling you, as a mom of two little ones who has recently moved out of the city to the countryside and bought a house that needs complete renovation works, I do know a thing or two about flexibility and adapting to change. Now, in my case, even though it was all for very good reasons, it didn't mean it didn't require some adjusting. And I think this is one of the things that hit me the most because I used to think that if things are for the better, surely should need no adjusting, right? But I found this process to be challenging, full of ups and downs, and having to look back and look forward to regain perspective and balance to carry on. How about you, Fleur? Have you faced any similar situations? Like you have had changes to adapt to, moving abroad with uh, two young children and being pregnant with the third. But I think my biggest challenge or change was change of identity coming from a deputy head who was valued and respected and I really enjoyed my job to being a mum of three and moving country and losing that identity. And I think that's quite similar for lots of mums. I think we find it quite challenging when we've had a job and a routine that we love and we're in a community we love. Even if we don't love it, it's something that we're used to. And we decide we want to have children and we have extra responsibilities um, and different responsibilities. And that change is quite challenging. Oh, absolutely. And I think I faced something quite similar when I had mine. And probably this would be a great topic for us to cover in, in upcoming episodes. So stay tuned, people, because we will probably be talking about what becoming a parent uh, means for, for us as individuals. For today, we're going to be giving you some tips about adjusting to change, whether it's good or bad, to help you make life easier. So the number one would be embracing the changes you're making whether these are driven by you or by somebody else because for example you can have your company going through some layoffs and all of a sudden you're going to be finding yourself out of a job of course when we talk about changes it'll be easier if you're the one on the driver's seat and it's something that you are deciding to do because you do know the reasons why you're making them but equally it is important to stay in control or being that driver's seat when those changes are made by somebody else. So trying to be ahead of the game, seeing the positive and actively choosing to see the good things coming off it so you can feel in control of what's happening with you and your situation. Yeah, I think that's really important to embrace and to accept 
one of the changes I think is quite difficult to accept is um, emotional changes. It's really hard when you lose someone or someone hurts you and that acceptance is not easy. It's not easy to embrace that change and you may not have the strength to embrace it straight away or understand it. And that will take time to process those feelings. Dr. Albert Ellis says, the best years of your life are the ones in which you decide your problems are your own. You do not blame them on your mother, partner, environment, or the current political party. You realize you control your own destiny. So even if it's a broken heart, realize that it will take time. Embrace the time it takes and don't expect to get over it very, very quickly. Some things are not easy and sometimes only over over time do we have the strength to really understand and process those feelings yeah and I think it's key in those cases that you flag which are you know obviously quite severe changes and quite frequently rather abrupt like you know it's the same as, as having a relative or someone you love dying someday they're here the day after they are not so it is key to let yourself go through that grievance process and let the feelings come. I think we covered this in a recent episode. It is very important for you to let those feelings happen and understand the situation before you can actually embrace it. So please do make a stop. If you're going through one of these changes, stop and listen to your heart and pay attention to the moment that you live in and let the moment just be. Do not put more pressure on yourself to try and get out of that and embrace any situation. Just let the situation be to begin with. Yeah, which leads on um, to our second tip, seek support. So try and identify the supportive individuals in your life, family, friends, those who you can talk to and you know will have your back. People that will listen to you without judgment, but compassion and understanding. If changes in life are overwhelming, you don't have to do it alone. And it might mean, you know, getting a professional coach or a therapist. But do seek support if you feel that you're not handling the change or you want to handle the change in an easier manner. Yeah, I think we frequently hear about the so-called tribe. And I think in these cases, it is important to know where you stand and surround yourself with people that you know will have your back because, you know, when you suffer in silence, it's, it's worse. But when you are able to share it and have people that can cheer you on and cheer you up, it is definitely far better. And quite frequently, you actually realize that when you're sharing those challenges that you're going through or those changes happening to you that you can't adapt to as easily as you thought actually you would realize that the majority of that people that you're talking to have gone through a very similar situation of have faced a challenge very similar before so you know strengthening numbers they say which leads us on to our third point make controlled changes so limit the changes we've said before take the small steps don't go making them all at once as this can make you feel overwhelmed. Introduce them slowly so adjusting doesn't feel as daunting. And I think sometimes we have to kind of think, be willing to go back in order to move forward. If you decided like I did to change career, I had to realize that I wasn't going to be, you know, at the top of my career anymore. I had to go back to the beginning with a kind of learner's mindset because change is not linear 
if and I think if your mind knows this, it removes that kind of uncertainty. So sometimes we have to have a few steps back before we can go forward. So try very carefully to make those changes uh, without overwhelming yourself. And, you know, if you're thinking of a big change and you're thinking of investing lots of money, maybe it's better to invest a small amount of money, first of all, and test the waters so you can do it in a controlled way same as moving house if you're thinking of moving to the country it might be a better idea if you don't know the area to rent to start with so you've not fully fully committed so you've made the changes in a controlled way number four would be checking in with yourself and this is about listening to your inner voice and actually hearing it So check in with yourself and start thinking, do these changes feel right? Do they feel wrong? Am I looking forward to the new situation or am I dreading my new life's chapter? Because quite frequently, our gut tells us whether something is right or wrong. But, you know, sometimes we have trained ourselves to not pay attention to that inner voice any longer. But especially when you're about to make a big change, It is really important to tune in with your feelings and your values and see how that feels within you because, you know, it is a very good indicator uh, to tell you whether what you're about to do is good or wrong. Which kind of leads on nicely to a book that I wanted to mention today called Switch, How to Change Things When Change is Hard. Switch asks the following questions. Why is it so hard to make lasting change in our companies, in our communities, and our own lives? They say the primary obstacle is conflict that's built into our brains. Psychologists have discovered that our minds are ruled by two different systems, the rational mind and the emotional mind. And that book very quickly helps you learn to realize whether your emotions are taking over your rational and how to get them into balance so that you make changes in a way that keeps you moving forward instead of keeping you stuck or keeping you feeling stressed or too uncomfortable. Yeah, I think it's a a fair point. It's also about thinking about the future and how that change is going to be impacting you because, you know, there are you know, it's more choices that we make that are just in the present. But when we are looking at a severe change, we also need to think about how is that going to make us feel in the long term to see whether that that is the right or wrong choice for us to make, as we were saying on our last episode. Focusing on the present, which is the tip number five, is actually something that I would truly recommend, because especially when we're facing a number of changes and we need to adapt to a lot of those altogether, this can feel very daunting. So when we look at what's happening right here, right now, it can really help us take control of the situation and feel that we are more on the driver's seat than we thought we were. And it's about like, you know, not wishing your life away, not living in the future. It's about taking one small step at a time. So do whatever you have to do today and then do it again tomorrow. But just think in terms of what do I need to do today? What is going to get me through today? Yeah, and what is that one thing that's going to get me nearer to that goal so it starts feeling more comfortable? And I think focusing on the present moment is really important as well, because when we are having change, we do feel a lot of discomfort, which psychologically and biologically our minds don't like. But if we are doing things 
in the present moment, like going for a walk and admiring nature, having, you know, special moments with our children where we really are still and we look at them and we really enjoy the special times that we're with them. Any changes that are going on, bigger changes, it still feels that we are having a comfortable, enjoyable life because we are still, the things that are really important to us are still um, stable and still there. And that leads on very nicely to our last point, number six, which is about don't expect stability. Life is in constant change. And the minute you have gotten used to something, then it goes and changes. And I think this is okay. It is okay to accept it and start to be comfortable with it because this will also help you put things in context. If you know things are going to change, then you're likely to feel less upset or anxious when they do because you are prepared for that. When you were saying that, it made me think of um, Tony Robbins and what he thinks our core needs are which is kind of based on Maslow's theory. So he says that we have kind of six core needs. Personality needs are significance, love and connection, and certainty and variety. So you can already see where the conflict is. If we don't change, life becomes very dull and boring and we can become very kind of lifeless and less energetic and less passionate about life. We do need variety. So kind of that, you know, embracing the change and and knowing that's something that we need, but doing it in a kind of careful, considered way. And one of our spiritual needs is contribution and growth. Well, if you're going to grow, you're going to have to get used to changes. So I kind of like the stay committed to your decisions, but stay flexible in your approach because things will change on that pathway. It's not going to stay completely stable even the goal changes but at least if you know where you're going and it's based on what you really want you're always going to be moving forward in the right direction i really like that analogy that you just made i think you know knowing where you want to go but knowing that the road that will get you there is sometimes a winding one instead of a straight one really helps you understand then your life journey really because things are going to change whether you like it or not whether you're driving that change or whether you're not and knowing that by staying flexible to that change really really helps and eases out the journey ahead so that was it for today's episode we hope that we have managed to give you a few helping tools to navigate change and adapt to change please do make sure that you tune in every week we've got brand new tips and tools every week for you to help you navigate life please do make sure that you subscribe because that will let you know when we've uploaded a new episode and do share the love because that helps us keeping this podcast alive Uh, We shall see you next week and until then, much love and keep evolving. See you next week.